Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh my god, we don't even have to sink. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm going to leave in that little thing about having to sink. Not having to sink. <laughs> I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast that is usually recorded on two different coasts. But this week, in this weird, in-between Christmas and New Year part of the year that is so weird, we are actually in person together in New York. Liza, this is great. I know. We're in the same place. We're in my, we're sitting in my bedroom, which is why you just heard that weird frenetic opening where I said a bunch of things that didn't make sense. <laughs> it's so lovely. We have, you know, we're actually having a Bev together. We're having a Bev. We're having a whiskey at like 4 p.m., which mm-hmm. I think is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, have been watching, re-watching Mad Men. Now I think whiskey any time of day is fine. It's I'm great. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good for your stomach or something. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, it is the holidays. This is such a specifically weird time of year. Those days between, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I think just like with work break, it's the 26th through the 31st. Yeah. Really weird. I mean, you all are hearing this on the 31st. Happy New Year, almost. Yes, happy almost New Year. We are, like, sitting around. Yeah, I feel like this time in life is just for, like, sitting around and, like, not having anything to do and then sometimes having too much to do. Like, everyone else is just kind of hanging around. Like, people are in town. Like, it's, like, whatever. But also, I just feel like I'm going to spend a lot of time in sweatpants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's it's not the New Year yet, so I feel totally fine eating fried foods only or half a pizza. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I did last night. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have that much to do this morning, and I paid to cancel a yoga class. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That is the spirit of this time of year. The weird chunk. I'm just going to call it the weird oh, holiday chunk. You the know? chunk. Yeah. Take care of yourself. You know, I think today we're going to do a decade. We're, Liza and I thought it would be fun to just go over our past decade of dating. Yes. For you. Just be like, what were you doing, you know, from 2010 to 2020? Because... Formative years. Yes. We both graduated college in 2010, so I don't know. I we thought that would be fun. Yeah, um, we're gonna talk about all of. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go rapid fire through the years and just say what we were doing and what kind of like internal angst we were in. Probably, I'm scared. To <laughs> be really too. honest, I, I feel don't. like I'm not gonna remember some years. I'm gonna have blocked them out emotionally, um, and other years I'm gonna like remember far too well, um, and. Additionally to that, we're going to talk a little bit about like, I don't know, like new new year and uh, like very broadly how to, I don't know, how to like approach it. Yeah, maybe some takeaways. Maybe, I, again, this is just an exercise we thought of on a whim, but it could be fun maybe even to Speaking of our last episode, thank you all. We got good feedback on our debunking the rules, uh, the book episode that we did with Kenny. But maybe we can kind of debunk the rules we gave ourselves in our 20s. That's the other yeah. thing. This was from 2010 to 2020 for you and I was not only like the first 10 years out of college. We were so fucking old. Um, but we also we our 20s, really. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, we were both born in 1988. So yeah. we map pretty closely to the decades. So I feel like we can be doing some talking about about like the new our resolutions for the new decade, not for the not for the new year, but like what we want to be different in our 30s than was in our 20s, which for me is nothing. My 20s were perfect. 
Yeah. Just kidding. They were, a, I was a messy bitch. Yeah. I, this is why I'm like giggling. I'm so embarrassed about thinking of some of these years. <laughs> I'll try to be as real as I can be without embarrassing myself too much, but cheese. It'll be great. We may need to think of some code names. We're not going to be talking yeah. too much in specifics about any of the, the lovely and not so lovely gentlemen in our past, but I think that there will be obviously a few who come up. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening. We I do really have strong love for everyone. Yeah, honestly, without all of you, it wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be where I am. Jesus Christ, shut me up now. But, you know, I think this is also just intended. We didn't want to skip out at all this holiday season. We wanted to keep serving you up pods and, like, today's New Year's Eve. And if you're listening to it today, like, you know we're kind of an anti-New Year's Eve podcast, I feel like. Yes. Anti-Valentine's Day. So maybe this can just be a fun thing to listen yeah. to. And we if can... you're listening to it on January 1st and you're hungover and you had a bad night or you had a great night. Or you got drunk alone on your couch, which is kind of what I want to do every New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're here for you. We're here for you. <laughs> yeah. If you got drunk and texted someone something embarrassing, I will. There. Uh, I'm if, like turning red, but I will one up you in the process of this rehashing. Of if the you did the Merry Christmas or Happy New Year text to your ex, which this is like someone made a meme about this that I was laughing at. It's like it's the it's basically the equivalent of you up sending a Merry oh, Christmas yeah. text to your ex or a Happy New Year, you know. It's totally a way to be like that person is still in my yeah. rotation, in my yeah. Rolodex or whatever. Totally. I've done it. So yeah. I say that with no shade. And yeah. yet I was such a dum-dum at certain points, really holding out for that text. Oh, the happy birthday. I know that's a bit different yeah. time of year for, well, depending on when your birthday is, but like, are they going to still happy birthday? Me? Yeah. I think I did it for two years after a breakup. We'll talk about that I in the next that, yeah. <laughs> well. But even then, I don't know. It, it may not have been the best call. It's very interesting. Yeah. I I think the major theme, again, lack of preparation. We really are just going to wing this. But I think already I know the major theme is like me communicating with people I should have stopped communicating with for far too long. Yes. Just like cut it up, Kimmy. Yeah. You're only going to embarrass yourself or them. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right. Should we do it? Here we go. Baby. The 2000, New Year's Eve 2009 into 2010. Where were we in life? We, I, we were seniors in college. We were seniors in college. So oh, I don't think I can remember where I was every New Year's Eve. No, I'm not going to do that. But just like but I was like, thinking like general okay, so, location. Yeah, you're right. Half of the years in college and half of 2010 was moving to New York. Did we meet in 2010 or 2011? 2011. Okay. Yeah. The so, end of 2011. Right, right, right. So tell me about your 2010. 2010, I was finishing up college. I was hooking up with a boy who was in a, I was in a play with, and then he started hooking up with someone else in that play. Shit, man. <laughs> and I, so Northwestern of you. <laughs> so Northwestern, so fucking lame. And again, it was a total theater department situation where like, you know, he was fine. No shade to him. But it was, uh, he was, a, the men were hot commodities in the theater department. So, I mean, and, you know, that's how I met Jeff, my boyfriend. So it's, you know, like all gratitude to Northwestern Theater. But um, it was one of those things where, like, I feel like it was very uh, demonstrative of that kind of thing you do in your 20s or when you're young. That, like, I did not like this boy. Like, I didn't have um, feelings for him. I He was, like, nice and we were friends, but it was, like, kind of a hookup thing. Mm-hmm. And I was still so pissed when he hooked up with this other girl in the play. I was like, you motherfucker. Like, what's wrong with you? 
Yeah. But I wasn't like, I was hurt only in that, like, I think my self-esteem was low enough that I was like, this means I'm not good enough, which like, no, it doesn't, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But at that age, and honestly, until, you know, very recently, that's what I equated every fail or not relationship that didn't work out. Actually, it's funny. I was talking to Kenny last night about when he started dating his current girlfriend. Super quick side tangent. But he was explaining that he was dating someone else he really liked at that point. And I was grilling him a little bit about the decision. Not really liked, but, like, was great. But he just, yeah. it just wasn't as right. Like, it wasn't. Totally. Oh, girl, wait till but, we get to my 2014. Yeah, I just, it was a great moment of, like, there was nothing wrong with that other yeah. girl. He had only positive. It was just not the same kind of connection at Completely. all, you know? Um, but anyway, that's a tangent. Yeah. But I feel that's a huge theme. Of, oh, Big boy. Thing. And then I moved to New York and met my now ex-boyfriend. We did not oh. start dating in 2010, but I met him and there were like some some feels. Quick question before I share mine slash I'm just avoiding. Uh-huh. Uh, how often were you seeing Jeff for anyone newer to the podcast? Liza's current boyfriend she met in college, but they didn't start dating until multiple years out of college. Yes. How often were you seeing him in 2010? Like on the ragged? Class? Oh, at school, I saw him probably twice a week in class. Wow. This and is wild. you know what? I should point out one. This decade is actually going to, I'm going to be cheesy and it's going to come back to him many times. And I'm sure after a certain point, mine will get very boring. Um, but in 2010, Jeff and I also took a road trip together with like 10 other people. Like there were like three cars and we all, guys, I'm so sorry. This is very nerdy and I am a huge nerd. We all drove up to the Stratford Shakespeare Festival in Stratford, <laughs> Canada <laughs> and to see like a bunch of plays. I was honestly highly recommend. Shout out to Stratford Shakespeare Shout uh, out. Festival. Um, uh, but we... It was actually probably the first and only moment we connected really in college because there was one point where we were driving in the uh, – we were – I was driving and he was sitting in the front seat because there were so many cars and a big group of people. Everyone was kind of shuffling. But we ended up both in the front seat of one car together with me driving. And the two people in the back seat – it was like a 10-hour drive or something – were both napping. So Jeff and I like talked. We had like a really nice talk. I don't really remember what we talked about. We talked about meditation and like we talked about some like just crunchy stuff – And it was a moment of like, oh, I like this person. I mean, I always had, like I've said, like a little crush on him because I liked his vibes and I thought he was nice and cute. But like it was a moment of like, oh, this is like a person I connect with in a way. And that was our only moment. And on that road trip, we stayed in a hotel room together with two (gasps) other people. It was four of us in a motel room. But like it it just didn't the, the feelings weren't there, but it was really our first moment of like one-on-one like oh we get a long interaction but then that went away for many years like we didn't see him for many years after that and then like a decade later you're going to a fish concert together we're going really? to see fish 1229 guys <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay so that's my 2010 okay i'll do it i'll do it so i think the my last semester of college i was hooking up with someone i had been hooking up with for a while, mostly weekends. I called him the last name, nickname that everyone called him. Like it just, there weren't feelings. I too got very upset when we didn't end up like going home together at the end of the bar or something, even though I don't know if the feelings were there. He's like, so he was, nothing was wrong with him. It was just a thing. It was a saga. You know, you're in the same adjacent friend groups, blah, blah, blah. We also weren't having sex. We were always trying to have sex. And I had like a vaginismus thing in towards the end of college. Well, not not entirely, but uh yeah, I had a big scarring fallout 
And then I, my vagina was very hesitant to open up for sex, especially, you know, so we were not, we were always hooking up, but not, we were always trying to have sex and not being able to all the way, mm. uh, which is oversharing, but hey. No. And then I, I also remember my, like, our, we have a senior week at BC and just like making out with a lot of randos because there's like, <laughs> <laughs> like with sleepovers again, without sex. Um, I think that summer I got over my my vagina fears with a very nice boy, um, but it was like at the Fourth of July. It was not a a thing. We I think we hooked up. We didn't live in the same city. Once I moved to New York, he was in Boston, and then ooh, then I entered New York life in acting class. But ha- yeah, had yeah. a couple crushes. That would oh, be a whole yeah. thing. Oh, we're gonna get into that. Had crush a couple life. crushes because yeah. Liza and I met in the second year of our two year acting program. Oh my god, I really hate everything I'm saying right now. But I I think. That fall for me was, like, it was pre-app. Mm-hmm. Also, interesting. I feel like Instagram was so not a thing at the beginning of the decade. I, nope. I feel like, yeah. So that has definitely affected dating, but... Our mutual friend who we met in acting class, other Kimmy, the other Kimmy... Oh, yeah. ...introduced me to Instagram. She's the coolest person that I know. She was on Instagram She's so hip, before anyone else. So yep. early. And she introduced me to Tito's that vodka. was in yeah she <laughs> is everything like cool. every she is, like, an actual in-life influencer of everything good. Um... But that was in, like, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But so I just remember it was still the time of you would go out to bars and meet. Like, I was going, some of my friends from college were going to, like, seeny, seeny-ass New York places. Mm-hmm. And so I was never the one who got asked for their number, but sometimes I did. And they were like, I feel like this might have been the next year. But, yeah. But yeah. There, there were, like, a couple, like, it was the first time I was ever going on dates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good answer. We're into. Ooh, I'm already embarrassed. 2011. Are you ready for it? <laughs> Do you want to go first this time? Do you want to alternate going first? Sure. Yeah, because it can just like flow right along. So I feel like the majority of 2011, I was like starting to have deeper crushes on some actors <laughs> in acting class. No, maybe that. No, that's the next year. But still, um, definitely like bunch of dudes. Everyone's cute. You're doing scenes and you're yeah. like kissing each other. You're like, what the fuck? Now I understand why Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt ended up together. But um, yeah, I guess I wasn't actually socializing. Okay, those crushes are later. But in my real life, there were, there was one older, very successful guy who I went on a first date with after meeting him out at a bar through a friend and her ex-boyfriend, like, again, running into each other. I think it was Phoebes. And we went on a whole bunch of dates. And the second date we went on, I specifically remember he brought me to, like, his boss's party and he was a very fancy apartment and... There were just, like, a lot of dates. We never slept together either. I'm such a weirdo with sex. Um, and there were also some, I forget how it ended, but it was kind of just, like, a slow fade from my memory. Yes. A, also, you're not a weirdo with sex. You're allowed to have sex whenever you want to have sex. That's true. That's, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, just a reminder. I know. We're we're still Facebook friends. And, again, it wasn't that serious, but I remember him getting into a very serious relationship. And I think going to business school, interestingly enough, like, far away like, right after that, and me being like, oh, what? I and wanted you say to work. much older, like, was he, like, our age now? I think he was literally only less. Like, he was younger <laughs> than us. He was thing. probably 26. Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. This uh, for, yeah. yeah. This relates but, to my 2011, which is laws. Uh, and there were some, like, definite two drunk nights just, like, going home and, like, being sad about, I don't know, not having anyone in my life. That was a lot of, I think I would just cry about being the, like, unwanted friend a lot. 
Oh Yeah, I have very hot college friends who would just, like, crush it, and I would just be like, hmm. It's funny because this is your narrative, and I do agree that, like, a lot of your college friends are beautiful, but I think you are. And I'm not saying that. I know. No, no, no. I, I wish you guys brush. could see Kimmy's <laughs> eye roll she just gave me. But I'm truly, I, I think she just, she literally just put her face into her turtleneck. <laughs> no. But I think truly, like, you are as beautiful as all your college friends. You guys are a very beautiful circle of people. But, like, I think that that, that is such an example of, like... 20 something way of thinking is that like I can't be like like you see what other people have and find yourself lacking yeah I used to do this shit all the time and I I mean I still do like it with a lot of things but uh I just think from an outsider's perspective that's how nobody sees that nobody else sees that I think well that's really kind but also it's it's interesting looking back and like that those nights didn't define your worth also like it's yeah, we can talk more of that because that theme will come up a million yeah. times. But I want to hear about your 2011. 2011, I also started acting class in a different sex. So Kimmy and I did different sections our first year. So we didn't know each other then. But I developed very quickly two massive crushes, which is different than another massive crush I developed in our second year. Guys, I'm a crush monster. <laughs> As everyone who listens to this podcast knows, I really love a crush. So I got some big crushes there. But that kind of quickly par like those kind of parlayed quickly because I started dating my ex-boyfriend in around the pretty early that year in like March-ish. And then it was kind of a slow build, like going on dates like once every couple weeks. We were in a similar friend group at the time and we started going on dates and then we, we made it kind of like official sometime in like I don't know, maybe May or June, something like that. And, uh, yeah, and that was my first relationship. Mm-hmm. And so the rest of the year was very much defined by me being in my first relationship and being really afraid all the time that I was going to fuck it up. Like, it meant a lot to me to be able to say I had a boyfriend mm-hmm. and to be able to, like, bring someone to things and, feel like, go on a trip together, like, do all that stuff that you kind of, like – I always felt like a weirdo that I had never had a boyfriend in college. And it it was like a, a very weird mix of feeling very validated that I had this stupid label of like a boyfriend. <laughs> and and it, it's funny because to bring this back to your 2011, he was like, I think he was 26 at the time. And I was like, oh, he's older because <laughs> yeah. I was 22. Um, it was so which, you know, it's true. He was four, four years age difference in your 20s is significant, significant. But it's just funny now as a 31 year old being like, oh, my God, 26. Like he was a baby, you know, whatever. Um, but I feel like I was between between, um, you know, feeling extremely insecure and worried that he was going to see something that he didn't like about me. By the way, none of this had to do with him. He, he was and is a very lovely person who I have a lot of respect for. And, you know, it didn't work out between us, but, like, not for lack of me thinking he's great and hilarious and smart mm-hmm. and funny and whatever. Uh, but um, but it was – I was very in my head mm-hmm. about, like, don't fuck this up. Don't show him anything about you that he's not going to like. Don't, like – make too big of a deal of this like don't get too attached don't this don't that don't whatever but also like be a great girlfriend whatever the fuck that means so I was really swirling in a lot of ideas about what it was to have a boyfriend to be a girlfriend to you know all of this stuff so that was the majority of my 2011 um and also having a lot of fun with him like not to make it too sad like we did have a really really good time together and like mm-hmm. really enjoy ourselves 
Yeah, I met you in 2011, end of the year, yeah. or, you know, fall. Yeah, that definitely you were gets a shout out. out. Yeah. yeah, at the very end of 2011. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So carried into 2012. Here we go, 2012. I uh, continued that relationship, developed a crush on someone in acting class that was never acted on, never anything like that, but I did have a crush on him for, like, a while. We both had really big we crushes. We both had big crushes and multiple crushes. Yeah. I had more than one crush in both years, I think. I, I was like, I don't know, something about being in acting class. I mean, it's a reason we're, like, we got close quickly and mm-hmm. all of this stuff. You see, like, a lot of people's vulnerabilities, especially stuff that I think men are, like, slow or reluctant to show. They're, like, fucking crying. And you're, like, oh, my God, you're, you're like, hot and crying? Yeah. Oh, completely. God. Like, so it was a lot of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So then 2012 was that. And then at the end of 2012, I think, uh, I broke up with my with my boyfriend, which was, was that in 2012 or 2013? Things are, like, fuzzy now. It's tough. I think it was, like, the end of 2012. I think it was 2012. Or the end, or beginning of 2013, something like that. We did it for, like, a year and a half, I think. Um, But he, that was horrible. I, I, I definitely, I initiated the breakup. He was surprised and hurt. It was very, very hard Mm -hmm. on, like, both of us, but I, I felt fucking horrible, and then I got super duper depressed and was really depressed for a couple months and kumbaya (laughs) it was it was very hard and I was yeah I didn't really to continue with like the emotion 20s theme like I just had no idea how to handle my feelings I didn't know I didn't know how I had no tools to like fix a relationship like I, I still think there was a lot of good stuff in that relationship but I didn't have the tools to be like hey we're not sharing enough about our feelings hey we're not being totally open with each other about like where we're at hey we're not like I don't really feel like we're ever that like emotionally vulnerable with each other like, stuff like that that I should have been able to like bring up and then mm-hmm. like let him rise to the challenge or not I just fucking avoided because I had no idea how to have those having emotional conversations was like the scariest possible thing it's so instead of doing those brave things um i broke up with him which i am still uh regretful not regretful about because like he's you know we're not the right people for each other but like i still feel like it was pretty unfair yeah and like you know i could have just done better fair um and that was my 2012 that was was definitely 2012 because then we made our little web series series, yeah Yeah. okay so you're 2012 my 2012 so uh again i feel like it was like the continuation of the like sad 2011 but like big crush a particularly big crush on a very hot person in our acting class um and like like the show Barry we were seen partners at the end of the year and I remember I'd actually been set up by my friend from college with this very smart uh very nice boy and we'd gone on like five or six dates again I think like but I had this huge crush and we were doing more and more scene rehearsal together and I just remember on the last date I was just like kind of mean and avoidant and I felt and I kind of I think I let I let it slow fade with this other nice man and looking back I'm like what the fuck was wrong with me but I was infatuated um and finally hooked up with my scene partner and then it like in very this is the most 20s thing I have a couple you know my maturity is probably delayed this is probably more of like a early 20s thing and I was I guess I was still early 20s but just like was deeply measuring my worth based on this dude but what that looked like was like really not understanding why that hooking up wasn't going to turn into anything else because we were friends and really painting that person as a bad guy and being yeah just 
and I think there are, you know, different ways to handle different things, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I look back and I'm just like, well, I was, like, infatuated, but I was also, like, it's very dumb. But, like, when it, this person was a lot hotter than me. I, like, when people would, you know, from outside our little circle, would be like, oh, he's really hot. I'd be like, well, that's my worth. Like, if so, so that was dark, too. Um, and just, like, kind of was, it was the first time I, like, just had my blinders on. Like, I, I think I knew somewhere deep down it wasn't a thing that was going to work. But I had this, like, story that I had crafted. And the narrative. It took me forever to get older. Over, Liza can attest to it. Spent a lot, of, like, I guess I'm going getting ahead of myself, but. You God can roll it. it into the next year if you need to. I guess we can. Because then when did I start hanging out with, for far too long, our other actor friend, who's our friend. Oh, boy. I, I was... I don't, like I don't like this part. We can we can breeze through it. No, if it's you cool. Okay. I spend a lot of time. I feel like for two years hugging up with and not being super fair about feelings with our other friend from acting class. Yeah, that was twenty thirteen. That's like twenty thirteen. Okay, right. What else was there? Were other things going on, but kind of not. I was really caught up in this web of acting class. Yeah, I mean, a dark time. I had, I feel like 2013 for, <laughs> no, it's okay. And then we made our web series and then they all started living together and it was like, I just made a soap opera for myself. Truly. Truly. I mean, the soap opera quality was great. That was a thing about our 20s that I feel like, look, when it is a little cringy looking back, but I also think it's fun. I don't know. When I look back, I'm just like, that was fucking funny. It was like this one circle of people and we all just shifted our <coughs> crushes, alliances, whatever. Again, so few people, so many crushes. Like, it was a disaster. But, you know, we we were... were <laughs> it was so... I was the same way. And that's like... Like, my 2013 was caught up with, like, a particular crush from this crew of people. And then I started hooking up with, like, a hot little, a hot little dude that I, like, enjoyed a, a, a little situationship with that I was probably... Looking back on it, definitely the asshole. Like, you guys have heard, probably heard me on the podcast talking about this before, where, like, I was the asshole. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I just didn't necessarily hear him or acknowledge his feelings or, like, I think he was pushing for something more. And I was pretty, like, oh, my God, like, let's keep it cash. Like, this is fun. Like, I think I was still hurting a little bit from breakup, crushing on somebody else. And he was like a really nice, good person who treated me so well. And I just didn't, I, but, uh, but I didn't have strong feel. I just didn't have strong feelings. And I think I was a little bit like, uh, the thing we talk about in situationships where you have to be attuned to the other person's feelings and be kind about cutting them loose when it's time. I don't think I did that. Mm -hmm. And I also feel a little bad about that. But I think I was also like I was out of therapy or not. I was out of there. I was in therapy and like I all the self-esteem I lacked in my first relationship. I kind of felt it building like I kind of felt it gathering. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I took the opportunity to really uh, really like um, enjoy like being confident. Like I was like flirting a lot. I like had some mm -hmm. random hookups. I was like. You know, out at bars, like hitting on people, like being really aggressive. Like I, ha you know, I was just like in that place. And towards the end of that year is when I reconnected with Jeff, um, and like we started hanging out just as friends. Like you know, going to stuff, going to bars, you know, eating meals, and um, that yeah. So that was my 2013. Uh, oh boy, I can't remember my 2014. 
I feel like there was more. I'm trying to think of when, like, I started going on online dates. It's either 2014 or 2015. Let me think about this for a second. What year is it now? Okay. All right. Gimme, gimme, gimme. All right. Mm, I might have been 2014 in the fall. Yeah. Or, that's very po- The apps existed then. I think yeah. It was like Tinder. Yes. I feel like the beginning of 2014 was still a lot of dabbling with that um, actor. Not the first, not the crazy, that one of them. <laughs> and then uh, being like, Kimmy, you got to get a handle on your, your life and this is volatile and now you're just chasing after a thing because like you thought it existed and it could have been a validating like... I'm a normal person in a relationship, but I knew it wouldn't work. So I went on two, I went on my first online date with someone I had met already in real life. And then I went on my second online date. I think this is 2014. It's embarrassing it was 2014 because it took me too long to get over this guy as well. Um, I had like the beginnings of my big situation. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Was it's funny because, no, I, no, I, no, I think you're totally right. It's just funny to think back and be like, to me, that feels more recent, but I, yeah, it, it like time has, time starts to go. I think time starts think to go so. by quicker as you like. I don't know. Holy I don't know what shit. it is. If it was 2014, I like feel like Jesus Christ. No, no shame. I'm making a no shame in our decade of dating exercise rule. Okay, because that. Okay, yeah. We learn from everything. I learned. Yeah, you know, the, it was. It's funny looking back. This is like the lesson I'll take with how long it took me to stop hooking up with that person, and then. I remember learning on the first date, he was moving away in eight months and being like, or whatever it was, and being like, but, like, I just, like, it clicked. I was like, ooh, now I'm gonna, I think we also got along really well, I think we should have been friends. I I was just like, again, I think infatuate is the wrong term. I think I, like, it went on until he moved, and then it kept going on, and we kept in touch, and I, I think, like, I think there was a lot of, I don't know, this is really hard to talk about. I think he fit, if I can interject, and please feel free to disagree with me because I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly I, what I'm I doing. I really don't want to no. say anything. <laughs> but I think that he fit your checklist. Like, I think mm-hmm. this is where the checklist comes from. Is like, on paper, I think he was someone who you were like, this is, like, exactly the type of person I want to be with. Yep. And it made you, like, shoehorn a little, yeah. you know? And then, like, I think that spurred, like, me going on, like, rebellion dates. Like, trying to see other people. And there were other people that I, like... I'm, now it's getting harder and harder to the time. But this this is, like, the, the one situationship where, like, I dragged that shit out until until there was another woman in the picture. Like, I dragged that shit out. It was masochistic in ways. Um, and I just think, by, yeah, I was just like, why can't this work? We get along, and we have good chemistry. Why can't it work? But, like, looking back, I'm like, it should never feel that hard. It should have never felt like that. And, like, I think... It was really, I talk about this on the first podcast we ever recorded. I think, like, this is me, like, talking about what I've talked about in therapy, but I think it was a really, it was like, oh, here's another thing I can latch onto that will never work out. And I know that somewhere deep down, but my mom was sick through all of this time, really. Uh, And I think it was, it was kind of easier to, like, attach to things that, like, felt a little more masochistic or I didn't have to actually, like, I don't I don't know. But I know that yeah, that was that's that's embarrassing. Not yeah. Not embarrassing. I mean, I don't know. I just it's like who has not had one something like that? 
No, yeah. A thing that they held on to for way too long. Like, you know, you know all of mine. Uh, it's, it, everyone has those things that you just can't, for whatever reason, let go of. Like, I am only alluding to it briefly, but I had a really hard time letting go of my breakup with my first boyfriend. Like, uh, for a super long time. Mm-hmm. Which Kimmy knows the ins and outs of and whatever. But it was, it was, I'm embarrassed about that now in hindsight. But also, it's like... We all hold on to things and we do it for a specific reason and it has more to do with us than the other person. 100%. So, like, no embarrassment, no shame. No. And, like, there are so – I'm, like, I really – it was a really good learning experience that we were yeah. – as weird as it was because it was, like, me grappling with what is a fuckboy, what is a just person who's not committing, like – but also it was – I met a cool person and, like, then also I think it started, like, during that time because, again, I wanted to go on, like, other dates and just – it started me dating. And I yeah. know I always say that we did this because yeah. I wasn't really dating, but I was. I was just, like, meeting someone cool and then stopping other dates. Yeah. yeah. Completely. This was, like, almost our superhero origin story of the podcast was this guy. Yeah. I feel like that had a I lot know. to do with it. Yeah, but don't give him that much credit. No. <laughs> but, like, it's not about him, though. It's about, like, how it, what it brought out in you. When yeah. It was just, like, you realized you were, like... And the apps, were, there were more apps. Like, I would see them on other apps. Like, it was all at the start. Instagram likes. Who, like, this was the first time I was dealing with things that I feel like are now a thing. Yeah. Like, yes. Who's that person? Totally. Know, this, the, like, whatever. 2010s themes. It's <laughs> the late 2010s. The 10s? What are we, what are we calling this? I don't know. Time? I guess the 10s. The 10s. That sucks. The teens? That sounds creepy. The teens. The, <laughs> the teens. <laughs> the teens. Um, on that note, why don't we take a really quick ad break, and then we will be back. Okay, we're back. Um... 2014, Liza. 2014. Let's hear yours. This was a big year for me. The year started with me dating, uh, or you know, in a situationship, and then um, Jeff and I started like kind of admitted feelings. So I was dating two people at so. once for a while, which was really, really stressful for me. I was like, "This will be great. Like, I'll be honest. Everyone will be cool. It won't be a big deal." Um, it was not the right thing to do, and I, I feel like a lot of times when I counsel, like being nice to yourself, being empathetic to other people, like maybe thinking about like all sides of the story. I'm thinking of myself in like January, February of 2014, because I'm definitely, I was definitely the least sensitive person in that. Like I just wasn't, I I was discarding a lot of like the other guy's feelings. Um, He wasn't communicating them that clearly. I think he was expecting me to uh, take care of whatever into it then but the thing is is like i knew what was going on mm-hmm. and i kind of let it let it go and I, I don't know it just wasn't we had like opposite not that that happened to me at the same time but yeah. we had opposite experiences of situationships yeah which is helpful though yeah yeah we were on other sides of it and it was yeah I, but it was it was so stressful like i i don't know how like i I think that in theory, you can date multiple people and be super honest. And like, obviously, we counsel that. It's like, go on lots of dates, like be dating multiple people at once. And I think it's fine. But I think part of the problem was like, I developed feeling, like really strong feelings for Jeff really quickly. So it was a little bit hard to figure all that out. But I didn't want to totally like, throw away what I had with this other person. It was very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kimmy, I'm sure, remembers how much of a shit mess I was. Every time I hung out with anyone, I would, people were like, how are you? And I was just like, I'm a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> My therapy sessions were manic, insane. I can't even imagine. Um, but eventually, I, I just realized, like, I was fighting that I, I didn't want to cut loose this very nice person who I liked a lot. 
um, for someone that I clearly had stronger feelings with, but eventually I was like, that's the only option, you know, like I have, like, I'm like falling in love with someone and Mm -hmm. that had never uh, really happened to me in that way where I was like having those kind of like strong, intense feelings like very quickly and whatever. So then I started dating Jeff and now the rest of my decade is going to be so boring, (laughs) but I mean, it all gets kind of boring. It shouldn't for me, but when did we start this? 2017. Okay. 2015, I, oh, I feel like 2015 is when, because I think I met Situationship end of 2014, so, like, had lots of feels about that. Uh, I feel like 2016 is when I really tried harder to date in New York, and I think that was my, I'm, like, forgetting a lot of people, but, uh, no, that's, like, acting like I dated, <laughs> but I'm just forgetting, like, a lot of smaller dates, or I feel like there were, like, People I was hooking up with. Maybe I no, maybe I was alone for a lot of twenty sixteen. But I do think this was the year, maybe it was the year after, that I in the summer met this like very handsome man who looked like Jon Snow. So I called him Jon Snow. Oh yeah. This is fun because it Yeah, because I wrote an article about it. And he I I think and he was so nice and he always came to my neighborhood and took me out and was really into me and when we did have sex it was so great and so much information on the internet um and then it was like the true ghosting this is why i think i have such a definition it was like to the point where i was like no like this person it's too many good things on paper and why is he always coming to my neighborhood doesn't even have an apartment of course he did he had a very nice apartment in the west village but at one point it just something changed and we had then i started getting attached i was so like and well, you said that like it's a bad thing. Of course you did. Like all those things are good. You're having fun. You're dating. You're having good sex. Like how do you not get attached? I said it as a bad thing because I think I got attached because it became out of reach. Whereas gotcha. this, I was still filling my mind with like, let me send a drunken text to like that person and see if I get a reply. Like yeah. just a true literal monster. Um, and was yeah, and not that I'm like it was my fault. Like I think it was just weird. It was one of those things where. He had come on very strong, and yeah. it had been, like, three months, and then there was, like, like plans of going to this concert, and, it, like, just crickety, mm. whereas there was so much, I don't even have to text first, I always get text first. and, ugh, it just felt really weird and shitty. It actually wasn't as hurtful as, like, any, I don't know, it's because I didn't care enough, even though he was, like, literally, yeah. I saw him later on a dating app, and... John Snow was one of his photos in his, like, Bumble profile. And I was like, oh, I feel like I did oh this. Well. Uh, no, I. that's how much you look like Kit Harrington. Very hot, very hot. Um, I, I, yeah, I definitely wasn't a fit, though. But that, like, does stand out to me as, like, one of the better stories of dating 2016, 2017. 2017, we started this podcast. 2017, yeah. my mom Wait, died. Wait, did we do 2016? Oh, that, okay. No, that's 2016. That's, oh, okay. like, summer yes. of 2016. I think the rest of the time is filled with, like, embarrassingly keeping in touch with one person I shouldn't have been. I feel like that this is when, huh, I'm not trying to be cryptic. I just can't remember what <laughs> Well, happened. it gets muddly. I don't know. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing else that stands out to me. Yeah. And I think this was when I was having a lot of, like, why am I alone? I'm getting older. I'm single. It's embarrassing, which I don't believe any of those things, but I did at the time for me. And yeah, I'm jumping ahead. My mom passed in May of 2017, but 
we started the podcast that fall. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, that year was an intense year for you emotionally, obviously, for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. But I think that the reason, I mean, long-term listeners will remember, like, one of the reasons behind starting this podcast was you you were feeling like you needed to push yourself or you were going to get in this stuck place because you Mm -hmm. were like, 2017 was like a horrible year for you yeah and i think it's something that's admirable about you that like even in like really dark moments you do feel a need to push yourself forward like you do feel that like impulse i feel like there had been like we had had like conversations i know i had mentioned it to my mom as a thought like i don't think it had ever been but then having a project too especially when someone's sick for that long i think you know that's why i think it's funny that i'm like 2016 was tricky but it's that was my mom was still getting much sicker then like yeah it's really, yeah, it's very weird to think back at these years I don't remember or was, like, obsessing too much with things I shouldn't have been. And it's like, oh, fuck, yeah. that's when it was getting dark. Totally. You know? Well, that's the thing is, and it's funny, weirdly, even, like, you know, to, if this is too wrappy uppy, tell me. Like, I'm not trying to, like, put a cherry on top of everything because obviously we still need to do some, like, a couple years. But I, I think that uh, the thing, like, we're covering these briefly and the whole idea was like we're gonna cruise through these it's gonna be fun but i think that the thing you don't see are like the overarching like emotional periods like i feel like emotional uh like like tough stuff comes in these like waves guys as i'm saying this (laughs) jeff's uh jeff's friend is arriving and you're gonna hear some like um people talking in the hallway (laughs) um however I think that, like, these these big umbrellas of, like, emotional arcs that can take place over years, months, whatever, like, do color all of our actions. And that's the stuff that, like, we don't have time to get into because that would take us fucking 10 hours to unpack. Yeah. But I feel like it's – this is a good reminder that, like, all of these things we're being, like, sort of judgmental about or not are, are you know – they're all they're all informed by things. Yep. Does that make any sense? It does. Okay. And it's a good I mean, we clearly we must wrap up. Here's some party some party noises <laughs> to to get you oh. get you in the mood. But no, I think like honestly, twenty seventeen on you can you can listen to the old episodes. Go but back to F one. And obviously, you know, date thirteen. I think like maybe let's wrap that up. That was twenty eighteen that you guys met. Yeah, beginning we met of twenty eighteen. Yes, like okay. single I I'm bad. I think it's the fourth. Okay. That we met. Okay. January 4th? Yeah, January 4th. That's hilarious because, Jeff, my anniversary is January 10th. Guys, January is coming up. It's a big month for anniversary. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's it's Kenny. It's Kenny, yeah. Yeah. Almost Katie. Yeah. Okay. She's in February. Oh, yeah. We just talked about this. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. So, what's my biggest takeaway now is like, if I had to boil it down in one thing, what would, like, to me in my 20s, is like, for me, it would be to Kimmy, if it feels hard, just let go of it. It will feel impossible to just get out sooner. And that's yeah. so much easier said than done. But if I could, that's the first piece of advice. Yes. I mean. <laughs> it's not worth the gray hairs. Yeah. Completely. Emotional. Well, it, especially, and like, obviously you meant this, but I want to just like clarify, but like in terms of relationships, I think in oh, your sorry. 20s, things that feel yes. hard in terms of career, like, fuck oh, yeah. Things that are hard, whatever. No. You know. If it's not forward. feeling easy, and I know we've already said this a million times, yeah. but now that I've just rehashed it and felt really, really embarrassed and thought about some of those wild texts I sent, I'm like, 
It should not be that hard. What were you doing? Making everyone listen to you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, shoehorning. But I think that shoehorning, guys, if you didn't listen to the episode, I am I know I'm trying to make, make fetch happen with shoehorning, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. I where you're trying to have... force something into something else. Your foot into a shoe. <laughs> Such a bad whatever. But I did the exact same thing. And, like, I think that my version of shoehorning is, like, um, pretending, like, you cannot put work into something Mm-hmm. And it'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. Or, like, make effort. Like, not talk about your feelings. Like, I think my theme with my – the things, like, before I met Jeff, who, by the way, if you listen to this podcast, you also know this. He taught me to talk about my feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a, a you like, you teach a toddler how to walk. It was so <laughs> belabored. Um, but but the – all of these things come back to, like, me not wanting – me being too afraid and thinking it was too much or too over the top to talk about my feelings. Yeah. Which that's the thing I wish I could go back and be like, just do it. It's scary. But then it's not that scary after a while because if people don't like your feelings, they don't like you. No. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I think this is the perfect way to end the decade. Uh, we are so grateful for you all. This is very special. We have exciting new things happening in January literally because of you all and the support you've given us. And we hope that, you know, you've had a nice time with us this year we you're a great thing that happened to us we, in the yeah, teens that's the thing that's like we were just talking about relationships through the decade that is not the only thing and you guys are a huge part of the not not relationship part of life um and the relationship part because we have relationships with some of you so if you haven't this is super cheesy but i just realized we said we would send one of you on a date if you write a review, screenshot it, and email it to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com before the new year, we can extend it a couple days. But just do that. Do that now if you're listening to it yes. on New Year's Eve. And we'll just zoom them all together and randomly sort totally. one. If you've already written a review, just uh, put, tag us in your story, we said, and screenshot it and send it. But also we're going to do – I know it's like we're talking about the last decade, and we're going to do all our resolutions next week, which we're yes. very excited about. We're going to – Try all to the make, New Year's yeah. content. You know we love a new year, a fucking reset. We love a, a, a vibe check. We We're love doing all it. of it. Yeah. We're going to take all these lessons and pretend we have some good resolutions. But Yes. My resolutions are mostly like, wake up when your alarm goes off. Yeah. I mean, I Spoiler don't totally alert. believe in resolutions, so we're just doing the easiest possible resolutions yes, for you. completely. That's exciting, but really, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's been a treat. Yeah. We're all gems. We Thank love you. you so much, and go on a date. Go on a date. Not tonight, though. It's New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, no, come <laughs> not tonight.